Church, please stand for the reading of God's word. Scripture is going to be coming from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 7 through 16. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 7 through 16. When you find it, please say amen. And it reads, But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now this, he ascended, what does it mean but that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the ministry, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the, uni- till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to be a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself, in love. May God bless the readers, hearers, and above all the doers of his holy and divine word. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you once again, Lord, for the privilege of Father gathering around your word. We are anticipating, Lord, you speak mightily and profoundly. Father, I pray this morning that you would just soften the hearts and open the hearts and understanding today of the people. I pray, Lord God, that every satanic attack, every demonic influence, everything that is not like you will be chased out right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that there's a free flow of your word, your will be done in the name of Jesus, Father God, as we lay out, Father, what you have called us to do as a people right here at Foundation Church, that, Lord God, that you would inspire us afresh, Lord God, and speak to all of us, Lord, on our responsibility, Lord, to advance the cause of Christ here in the earth, and, Father, where you have placed us geographically. We thank you and we praise you. We love you, Father God, for what you're about to do. We receive your word right now by faith. And, Father, your transforming power of it. We ask these things in Jesus' name, and all God's people said amen. 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 Be seated in the Lord's presence. I've said before, and it's worth saying again, that we have had a really incredible year. Amen. Uh, God has done some wonderful things in the life of our church in 2012. He added some new families to our church. Uh, We baptized some non-ten souls last year. Come on, somebody ought to say amen to that. Come on, y'all, a slow catch up. Hallelujah. Catch up in Jesus' name. God has given us favor right here at the school. Hallelujah. Our giving has increased. I mean, how many know God has been doing some amazing things? But, but, but along with that, but how, how many know that God is always calling us higher? 
See, the Bible says that we are supposed to be going from glory to glory. And one of the things that we want to do is we want to maximize our ability and our capacity to reach people for Jesus. We want to grow in 2012. Our theme for this year is GROW. Everybody say GROW. GROW really is an acronym for God Reward Our Work. Say that with me. God Reward Our Work. One more time, nice and loud. God Reward Our Work. Because how many know that when you are faithful to do what God called you to do, then he steps in and do the rest? How many know that faith without works is what? Dead. We just can't keep talking about it. We just can't keep whispering and hoping. But how many know that at some point there's a time to pray, there's a time to fast, but then there's a time to get up off your, 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 your blessed stuff and get moving. Amen? Amen. There's, there's a time to do that. And, and so we have said we, we have a passion. We have a passion and we, and we have a hunger to see God move in incredible ways this year. That, that, that seats to be filled in this place, parking lot be filled in the name of Jesus. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that here in a second. But I want you now to begin to raise your level of expectation. I want you to begin to expect God to move. I want you to get excited about what God is doing in the life of your church. Amen? And that you get to be a part. How many know that it is an honor to be able to participate in the work of God. And then to have him at the time when you die, look you square in the face and say, well done, good and faithful servant. Let me tell you something. Everything else could be messed up in your life, not going well, but one thing you, we don't ever want to mess up, amen? And that is our capacity and our call to make disciples, to make a difference, to change the world for Jesus. And we want to do everything that we can, that we can see and hear those precious words, well done, good and faithful servant, amen? And so, and I think about this, I want you to, I want you to focus with me for a moment. Can y'all tell I'm excited? That, that the New Testament church, in the book of Acts, the Bible said that the Lord added to the church daily those that were being saved. How I many know we're all about saved, people getting saved, amen? We're all about people getting transformed. We're, we're all about that. And, but at, the Bible says at one point that the Lord added 3,000 souls. 3,000 souls of people came. I mean, how many know that's, that's incredible? But, 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 you know, when the Lord added those 3,000 souls, they didn't just stay there and say, we're done. Come on, somebody. They didn't just get there and say, okay, we're, we're done now, man. We got a big church and everything is good. And, you know, well, we're cool. Because how many know there's more of them outside of Christ than are in the body? And as long as they're out there, we're supposed to be doing what? Going to get them. So we never want to come to a place where we get comfortable. That we're always pressing to grow and to become more like Christ. And how many know that when you become more like Christ, you're reaching people? Because all that Jesus did, he was constantly reaching people. And he left you and I here with a mission. This world is broke. This world is messed up simply because they don't have Jesus. That's it. I mean, I hear people try to give excuses for this, excuses for that. At the end of the day, we have this treasure. Come on, somebody. In earthen vessels, you got the answer to all of life problems, all living deep down on the inside of you. How dare you keep it to yourself in Jesus' name? How dare you walk around saying, I got my fire insurance. Figure out a way to get yours. 
How many know Jesus is offended if we have that kind of attitude? So we want to be a people that's reaching. We want to be a people that's growing. I, I as your pastor, let me tell you something. I love all of you, but, but how many know we got we to we grow? <laughs> yeah. We got to, y'all need to see what I see. See, we got to grow. We got to get excited about, about making a difference. We got to get excited about seeing God move in this house. We got to begin to believe, and then we got to begin to take a step forward. Amen? We got to believe and take a step forward and say, Lord, use me. Come on, say that with me. Lord, use me. If you want God to use you, say it. If you don't want God to use you, don't use you, don't say it. But for those who want God to use you, Say it with me. Lord, use me. Did you really mean that? Because you know he's going to do it. That's one prayer you know he's going to answer. Now watch this. Look at, the, look at Ephesians chapter 4. Now, now my brother just read uh, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 through 16. We're recording all this, right? We're good? I just want to make sure. Ephesians 4, chapter, uh, 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 verses 11 through 16. I just want to highlight a couple of verses out there uh, that is in that passage of Scripture to kind of shape our message about our strategy moving forward. The Apostle Paul talks there about the equipping of the saints. Everybody say equipping. See, the equipping of the saints means that every saint is to be equipped in the work. Every saint is to be filled with a tool belt ready to serve. Amen? Now, what are we being equipped for? Watch this. For the work of ministry. Everybody say work. For the work of ministry, God expects each and every one of us to get involved in what he's doing in the earth. That each and every one of us to get involved in the work of ministry. That everybody should be figuring out a way. If you're a believer, you should be figuring out a way. How can I get involved in my church and to help advance the cause of Christ? Because you're being equipped not to sit and listen, but to move. Everybody say move. See, I, I hear people all the time say, I, I want a good word. I want a good word. A good word is move. That's a good word right there. Move in Jesus' name. Because at the end of the day, a good word, let me tell you something. You need more than a good word. You need an application of the word, or the word just, just becomes a word that you got that you smiled, but it didn't change anything. How I many know we're looking for change? We're looking, everybody say change. I'm going to keep preaching so y'all get excited and talk back to me. Change for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body. That means that we got to build up this thing. Amen? we got to build up one another, and we got to build up the church. The interesting thing of it is, is that everybody's called to participate. Building up of the body, that we all have a responsibility, and we're doing our part to see that the body of Christ is built up. How many know God placed you in this city for a reason? Amen. You didn't just end up here because you just chose to be here. I mean, no, you, you can't supersede God's will. I mean, God is sovereign. He's in control. The Bible said that he established their boundaries. And God didn't call you geographically to be here just so that you can look and watch around you. The world is, is, is tore up. He called you to figure out a way to infiltrate with the good news of the gospel of the kingdom. That every single day that we get up, we're thinking about a way. How can I reach this person? How can I preach this gospel? What can I do to see this family get redeemed? What is it, God, that I can do to make a difference? We're talking about making a difference, amen? We want to make a difference. And we're getting excited about it. He says that we might grow up in all things in verse number 15. That means that, watch this, 
grow up in all things. How many know that every, God's desire is that every area in your life is fruitful in him? See, God likes it when we bear fruit, and God wants you to be fruitful. Every one of us, he wants us to be fruitful. Bearing fruit that we might grow up in all things. Everybody say all things. That means that as you're growing in all things, how many know you got to make Christ the center of your life? You can't talk sinner. you got to make him sinner. He can't just be a part. He can't be an add-on. Yeah, everybody knows anything about internet. Every now and then they try to get you to get these add-ons on different websites. For some of, the, some of you who know stuff like that, you know, I've just seen that. I don't know a whole lot about it. But how many know that Christ is not to be an add-on? We just can't make decisions and say, okay, Lord, uh, when I got a little bit of time, I'll just kind of throw that in there. No, 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 no. Christ must be Lord. He will never be second. You will be forever not, not let me tell you something, you will be forever uh, uh, not uh, what God wants you to be. You will not really find the happiness that you need that God wants you to have until you come to a place where Christ is the center of everything. Watch this, that all the decisions you make, it all, it all derives from Christ. You prayed about it, you sought the Lord, and you ain't making a move until you get revelation from God. Your whole life must be built around the kingdom. Every decision that you make is built around the kingdom. You can't grow up in all things in God if he ain't the sinner. Because other stuff is going to get in the way. You got to make a decision. If you're gonna, my, my whole philosophy is if we're going to follow him, follow him. You know? Uh, Jesus said, in fact, what did Jesus say? Jesus said, if you're lukewarm, uh, he said, I'll spit you out. He said, he said, I, I can't, he said, I can't have you like this. I, God wants folk to make a full decision. How many know that's what we're talking about? Going all the way for God. I wanted, I want 2013, I want us to go all out for Jesus. I mean, I just lay it all on the line. Just, just go out for Jesus and watch what God will do. How many know we can't outwork God? Let me tell you something. God is, God is bad. Good, bad, good, bad. You know what I'm talking about. God is awesome. He is strong. He's a miracle working God. God can do anything. He, he's a God of the impossible. He needs some folk that got some faith that are willing to work. He, he wants people that's willing to say, Lord, I'll go do it. God, I'll go make a difference. I'll go into those places. God, I will do it for you, Lord, because you laid down your life for me. I ought to be willing to lay down my life. Lay it down for the cause of Christ. And you know what? There's no greater reward. How I many know what I'm talking about? Amen. I mean, boy, boy I mean, you, you laid it down, boy, in your life, you're fine. You don't want to go back to that old way. You tried that, done that, been there. You know you've been set free, been delivered, and, and, you, want, and you want to talk about it. So every joint, every joint got a supply. See, everybody say every joint. Every joint got to supply. But cause the whole body to grow. Now watch this. Our church, uh, now to sum up Ephesians chapter number 4, verses 11 through 16. To sum it up, here, here it is right here. Listen to this. Are you listening? Say amen. amen. Our church will grow because every member get equipped Work, mature, and build up one another, which will result in church growth in Christian love. How many know that's the recipe for success right there? That's, that's, that's what he's calling us to right there. And so, and so we've crafted eight ways, because our theme for this year is what? What is it an acronym for? 
Somebody's listening here. But I want somebody other than my wife to be listening because she, what is that? What is an acronym for? Reward our what? Work. That's our theme. So how me know then, 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 then we got to get busy. So, so here, here it is. We got to grow, number one, eight ways Foundation Church will grow in 2013. Are you ready? Say amen. amen. Get your pen, pencil ready. We're ready to move. Number one, we want to grow in our faith and expectation. Now, why is that important? Because as a man thinketh in his heart, what? So is he. If you have a low expectation, how many know that you're probably going to get what you expect? So you got, if you want God to move, if you're believing God for something, you got you to see it. You got to seize it. The Bible says faith without works is dead. The Bible says it's impossible to please God without what? Faith. Jesus could not even do any miracles in his hometown. Why? He, he said because he couldn't do many mighty work because of their unbelief. They didn't believe. They didn't have any expectation. How I many know we got to change the atmosphere in here? We got to expect. See, we got to expect and see God move. We got to see the chairs full. We got to see the parking lot full. We got to see God moving in an incredible way. We got to see loads of disciples coming in here, people getting filled with the Holy Ghost, people's lives being transformed, homes being restored, bums getting up off the street, alcoholics being delivered from alcohol, drug abuse. We got to see it in Jesus' name. I'm raising your level of expectation. If you don't expect it, then we'll just keep doing the same thing. How many know that it's more than that? See, so we got to see it. How many know that, that we don't have time to turn there, but in, in, in Numbers chapter 13, you can write it down. God sends out the spies. How many spies did he send out for those who know the Bible? He sent out 12. How many came back with a bad report? How many came back with a good report? Which ones are you? <laughs> you see, they came out. Watch this. So they come out. So God says, Moses said, look. God, God's going to give you a good land. God's going to bless you. How many believe God want to bless you? Amen. God is in the blessing business. He said, I'm going to give you a good land. Well, I mean, loads of fruit. I mean, a land flowing with milk and honey. I mean, everything is green and pretty. I'm just, I'm going to give it all to you. They go over there, and, and, and they look at it, and they say, oh, goodness, boy, what God said is, oh, this thing is awesome, but ain't no way, no way we can do this. Surely, I mean, there are giants in the land. How many know there are always going to be giants? Right. See, there are always going to be obstacles. Right. See, many people don't achieve what they can achieve because they keep looking at the obstacles and they keep pulling back. But how many know that if God spoke something to you, how many know God is with us? Amen. How many know God wants us to wins and loss? How many of you believe God wants every chair in his field? Amen. Don't you believe that? How many know God wants us to be so filled that we got to get out of the school and build our own place? Come on, somebody. Amen. Don't you believe that? So we know we're in the will of God. And so they come back and they say, well, wait a minute. They say, uh, they say oh, we can't, we can't, we can't. We can't. And, and, and Jonathan and Caleb say, Caleb says, watch it. Reach out. By all means, go up and take it. Let's go. Amen. See, we need some let's go people in here. Amen. Pastor, we can do this. We can win laws. We can get some people in here. We can work to see God move. Because, you know, the benefit of it, when this thing happened, all of us get to sit back and, and be wild with the, rest of it, with the rest of us. Wow, look what God did. When Pastor preached this message, man, it was just a few of us here. Look at what, what happened. What, what happened? That's what God want to do. And the people that are willing to step out. But how I many know we just can't wish it happened? We got to go in and take a step and seize our land. 
We got to seize our destiny. So we got to raise our level of expectation in our faith. So we got to change the way we think around here. Amen? Amen. Number two, we got to grow in our capacity to work. In Nehemiah chapter 4, verses 3 and 6, I think you have that verse. Nehemiah chapter 4, verses 3 and 6. Nehemiah, God had called Nehemiah to go and to build the wall. And while Nehemiah is building the wall, I don't have time to read it verse. I want you guys to go back and look at it. I'm just going to summarize it for time's sake. But when Nehemiah was building the wall, how many know that he faced opposition? Now, I want, I want you, if you listen to me, say amen, because this is, this is so important. God said, Nehemiah, went to, Nehemiah was burdened. He went to the king and said, look, God's just giving me this thing, and he got favor, and he went out. He built the wall because he had a burden. God has spoke to the people. So all of a sudden, while they're up there working, building, and doing what God told them to do, they're facing opposition. The enemy is, is threatening them. Y'all, you need to stop. Let, why are you doing all that? You're not going to make it. How many know the enemy is always telling you, lying to you? You ain't going to make it. You're not going to get any better. How many know that's, that's, the, that's the enemy? That's how he works. You're not going to go in a place. You're going to remain where you are. You're going to be the same. I say the devil is a liar. There's change coming in Jesus' name. You're going to make it. You're going to do more to make it. You're going to thrive in 2013. Oh, do I got anybody? Do I got any believers in the house? You're going to thrive. And so watch this. So those brothers got to work. And while they're trying to do what God told them to do, there was a threat. And the brothers, watch this, they, they were so determined to get done what God told them to do that they had a hammer in one hand that was driving a nail, and they had a weapon in the other, fighting off the enemy. How many times, I mean, no, when, you, when you're trying to do stuff for God, some, you, you're working for God, but at the same time, you're fighting off the enemy. You're fighting off the enemy. I mean, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, you've been fighting off the enemy. Come on. You've been fighting off the enemy. You're trying to do something for God. You're trying to do the right thing. But, man, the enemy just keeps trying to pull you back. That's right. But you got to do, you got to be like the men of God. You got to be like the men in Nehemiah's time. You got to say, you know what? I'm going to build this wall and ain't coming down because you can't let the obstacles stop you from serving the purposes of God in the earth. See, many believers, they give up, they quit when it gets hard because they don't understand that it's warfare. It's par for the course. See, God just shook that whole thing. Don't worry about it. It's par for the course. Amen? It's par for the course. And so a lot of people, so watch this. As you are building, as you are working, you're going to be struggling. As we're trying to win disciples and make disciples in Jesus' name, how many know that some of us are going to be on a spiritual attack? How many now will say, I'm on a spiritual attack? I mean, you know, the enemy just coming at you. Just, you know what? Don't stop serving God. In fact, what I found out is that when the enemy stops messing with you, I'm telling you, I just quit. Look, I'm going to get busy. The devil keep messing with me. I'm going to go preach to somebody. I'm going to get the phone. I'm going to share the gospel with somebody. I'm going to tweet somebody. I'm going to Facebook somebody. But somebody going to hear the word. If you don't leave, how I many know he'll leave it alone then? He comes in seasons. But we got to have determination that we're going to do what God called us to do. We can't let our personal struggles keep us from fulfilling the mission. Because obstacles is the way it works. That's why you rejoice at the end of a victory. You know why you rejoice at the end of a victory? Because you had to put in a lot to go there. You know, I was watching, you know, I was watching a little football last night. I had a few minutes watching football, and it was amazing. Those guys, man, you, you see the joy and the excitement when they win. And, and a lot of, and, and, you know, I mean, Ray Lewis is on his face crying because the brother has went through some stuff. 
And, and the joy of getting to the top is wonderful. But listen, we're going to have to struggle through it. Everybody say struggle through it. We got to keep going. You got to keep serving God. You got to keep making disciples. You got to keep doing what God's called you to do, no matter what it looks like. Come on, somebody, say amen. You, you got to have that. You got to have that attitude. You can't draw back. Come on, you come to. Come on, somebody. You know what I'm telling you the truth. You, it ain't time to go back. You've come too far in Jesus' name. You're out there now. You're walking on the water. Where are you going to go? Peter said, Lord, where will we go? Jesus looked at him and said, look, are y'all going to leave too? Peter said, Lord, where will we go? Where are we going? We, we're too far in this thing. You're too far. You're in this thing. You might as well put your feet on the gas. You might as well grow all out for Jesus. Hallelujah. Ain't nothing else going to do. Listen, ain't nothing else going to move you like Jesus. Ain't nothing else going to get you excited other than serving Jesus, you may as well go all the way. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. I want to see his face, and I want to just, boy, I just want to, everything I did, I want to throw it back at his feet. So, Lord, you're worthy. Yes, I just want to hear him say, Gary, my son, you did a good job. You fought a good fight. Yes, you fought. I mean, it was hard. There's a couple times you stumbled, but, boy, you got right back up. Yes, you kept fighting. Yes. You kept moving. You didn't quit. Boy, I can't wait to see him. How many know the kingdom of God is for, for, the, for, for strong? See, it's for the strong. And if you're weak, God will give you strength if you're willing to let him walk in, work in your life. Those that wait upon the Lord will renew their what? Come on, somebody. Y'all excited? All right. What's the, what's, the, what's the next one? We got eight. What's the next one? We're almost done. What's the next one? Number three. So we want to grow in our capacity to reach others. So we want to grow in our capacity to work, number, uh, number two. Number one, we want to grow in our faith and our expectation. Number three, we want to grow in our capacity to reach others. Now watch this. Now, now write this verse down. 1 Corinthians 9, chapter 19 through 23. It says this. Listen, Paul said this. Paul says, for, for though I am free from all men, I have made myself a servant. Everybody say servant. A servant to all. Did y'all see that? Paul said, I've made myself a servant to all that I might win the more. So Paul said, I've made myself a servant to, to everybody because I'm trying to win some people. How many know that we need to serve? Not just within the body, but we need to serve people because Jesus served people. And that's how he won people. Now watch this. Paul said to the Jews, I became a Jew that I might win Jews. To those who are under the law, as under the law that I might win those who are under the law. To those who are without the law as without the law, that I might win those who are without the law. But look at verse number 23. Now, this I do for the gospel's sake. Everybody say the gospel's sake. So we're serving. Watch this. We're reaching out to people. We're loving them. We're participating. We're getting involved for the sake of the what? The gospel. If you want to know what my angle is, it's the gospel. Now, how, how, are, we going to, how are we going to reach out to people? Here, here we go. This is, how we, this is what we're going to be doing. Uh, beginning in February, and you may see some of this come in your mailbox, we're going to be sending out monthly mailers in a community. We're going to be uh, selecting several communities. Mailers will be going out about our church. This will be automatic. This just will be, we'll just be promoting our church. Everybody say Foundation Church. Foundation. We'll be inviting people to come out. We'll be telling people about our church. 
You know, we'll put First Lady, her pretty self on there, and that's going to draw a lot of people. Amen. Hallelujah. And y'all just pray that I don't mess it up. So, secondly, we're going to be doing an outreach to Monkey. How many know that God placed us here for a reason? I thought about the other day. Did you talk about the church? The Connecticut shooting, right? Y'all know the Connecticut shooting? That was a, that's an opportunity for us as a church to minister. Some of y'all don't know that. Y'all know I'm, I'm, I'm also a policeman. Does anybody know that? I mean, that's an opportunity. So we're right here in Moncure Elementary School, and there are teachers that don't even know that we're here. So here's what we're doing. Every month, everybody say every month. We're going to, just as a way of starting off, we're going to bring them breakfast, lunch, once a month. Compliments of Foundation Church. We're going to feed them. We're going to give them some information about our church. Hallelujah. We're going to establish some relationships. And guess what else God did? God spoke, God, I spoke to the principal, and, and we talked, and, and, I, and I asked him about a mentoring program. We're starting a mentoring program whereby we're going to be able to mentor some of these young kids. Amen. Some of these young kids that, 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 that the guidance director knows, for an example, that are troubled, they don't have a daddy in the home, their houses are a wreck. How many know? That's a, the pastor said, the, 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 pre, the, the principal said, y'all can go for it. I'm like, oh, gee, this is just too much. All we need is a few people, men and women, every now and then that I come and I give you a call and say, look, do me a favor, at your leisure, on your schedule, call them out, take them for some ice cream. Amen? Bless them. Tell them about the goodness of God and make sure you invite them to church and tell them about Jesus. But here's the thing. It's what, sir, the greatest among you should be what? church to serve the best, that's the church going to make it. Serve. So we're going to do it. So also, Stafford County Sheriff's Office. I'm a chaplain at the Sheriff's Office. We're going to do the same thing for them. Once a month, we're going to bless them with a nice meal. How many know a meal will go a long ways? People will see that. People will see that. And, and they will know where it came from. And so, and then when next time, when, when, when the thought of a church coming to mind, they'll know where to go. And while we're doing this, we want to establish relationships. We want to build relationships. And through that, we're going to figure out ways to serve and bless them. And how many know they might want to come in and see who we are and what we're doing? All right? So this is what we're going to be doing. So next, we're going to be, I asked Brother Jacobs to come up with a way that we can minister to Quantico. Now, y'all stay with me. Y'all still with me? Amen. Stay with me. We're talking about reaching people. This is, you're supposed to be, like, real excited because this is how we're going to get there. And, and, and watch this. We're not necessarily going to work harder. We're going to work smarter. Did y'all get that? We're going to work smarter. So I asked Brother Jacobs to come out of a way that we can minister every, every month to, the, to Quantico. Because how many know that right here, that right here, that, that, that the military base is right down the road, and we see them come in and out of here, and they're all around us. So we need to have an outreach. We're going to do that once a month. Also, I've asked Sister Diver. Now, this is where I need your help at, right? Here's where I need your help that I asked Sister Diver to come up with uh, a little wallet-sized card that we'll have at the table, at the connections table for you. So every week, I want everybody grabbing cards. And, and listen, when you go to dinner, you know, you're going to give the waiter a tip or the waitress a tip anyway, right? Just throw a little card in there with it. We're going to make it easy for you. If you go inside of a store, a little community board, just, just put a card up there. For some of you who may say, well, Pastor, I, I don't really want to talk to people. You should talk to people. But just in case, you know, I'll just hand out some stuff. We just ask you, just hand out. Just let them know. Next, how are we going to reach people? Jesus said this. Watch. He says this. He said, let your light shine 
that men might see your good works and glorify your daddy. I like to say daddy because, you know, he's my daddy. You know, it's more affectionate. But here's the thing. So we're going to increase. What you're going to see starting next week, next week. I mean, no, we're moving. Amen. We're church on the move. Starting next week, I've already talked to Brother Lawrence, and we're going to have a bigger sign out there. Amen. I mean, and it's going to, you can't miss it. You rally down the road, bam, Foundation Church. It's going to grow. And on top of that, we're going to put up little markers along the way. So when people are coming off the road, either way, 610, there'll be markers to lead you all the way back to the church. Come on, say amen. amen. See, with all of that, let me tell you something. We do all of that. How many know that it's going to be increased? So now you understand that discipleship program, everything we're talking about, people are going to be coming in. So we got to be ready because it's going to happen. Are you getting excited yet? So, all right, good, good. Keep that going. I like that. All right. So, so that's how we're going to reach out. So with our monthly mailers, hallelujah, and you might get one. Hey, and if you happen to get a monthly mailer, uh, uh, don't throw it away. Give it to somebody. Give it to somebody. Because one of our, our church advertisers might come to you. Just don't take it and say, well, I'm already a member of church. No, go give it to your neighbor somebody. A amen? Help us save money in Jesus' name. Amen. Number four, we're going to grow in our capacity to become strong disciples. All right, we kind of talked about that. But look at this, 2 Peter 3.18. But grow, everybody say grow, in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. 2 Timothy 2.15, study, everybody say study. study, to show yourself approved unto God. You know, every one of us should be studying. I cannot, if you are a Christian, you got to get in the Word. you got to be studying. you got to be putting the effort in. Come on, somebody, work with me. Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the Word of truth. We're going to have you confident. You, see, we're going to become strong disciples. Amen. Because I'm believing God that at the end of service, instead of y'all running out, that y'all are going to make a stop at Brother Stephen Jacob's table and just talk to him. And look, just take a look at those books. Let me tell you something. You're going to get excited. And, and you're going to grow. And you're going to be something that, that's going to change your world, change your city, change your environment. How many know we want to do that? Amen? It's about changing lives. So we're going to grow in our capacity number, to uh, become strong disciples, but then here's the next goal. Number five, we're going to grow in our capacity to make disciples. Look at Matthew 28, 20. Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Can we read that together? Do we have it on the screen? No, we don't have it. Matthew 28, 19 through 20. Can everybody turn there? Come on, somebody say amen, somebody work with me. Some of you, when you, get there, when you get there, say amen. Let's read this together. Go, therefore, and make what? Disciples of all the nations. Make disciples. This is the command of Jesus. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, that everybody's supposed to be reading, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Now, how many of you uh, will say that Jesus is your Lord? Amen. And if he's your Lord, Jesus asked a question. Yeah, he asked a relevant question to, to the disciples. He asked the same question to us today. He said, if you call me Lord, you're supposed to do what I ask you to do. He told the disciples, he said, why do you call me Lord? You don't do what I say. 
make disciples. He said, go and make disciples. That means all of us not only have to become strong disciples because you can't make somebody what you're not. Amen. We're not serious about discipleship until we become strong disciples ourselves. Right? That's very, very important. So the command is go and make disciples. So there's going to be a heavy emphasis on making disciples in this church because Jesus told us to do it. And you're going to keep hearing about it and hearing about it and hearing about it and, and, until you just get excited about it. And I believe you're going to get excited about it because when people start coming through the doors and you start seeing life change, I won't have to say anything else. Because you'll be making disciples and you get to participate in the work and what God is doing. What number are we? Number six. We're going to grow in our capacity to minister effectively and with excellence. Amen? How many know Malachi, I, I, I like this verse, Malachi uh, 1.14. We only have eight of these, so we're almost done. It said, but cursed be the deceiver who has in his flock a male and takes a vow, but sacrifice to the Lord what is blemished. Watch this. For I am a great king, Amen. says the Lord. How many know God is great? God don't like us giving him half-hearted anything. He don't like it. God get offended. In fact, if you read Malachi chapter 1, he says, why would you come and offer that to me? He said, go and offer that to your governor. Go offer it to your president. See if they'll take that. Why do you bring that to me? How do you know God is a great king? So as a ministry, I've instructed our ministry head, everybody in charge of the ministry, that, that, that we got to all do better. Amen? Because what God is bringing in, we need to be prepared. We need to minister with, with excellence. We need, now, now, we got a good church, amen? amen. Uh, we got a good church, amen. good people, but there's room for improvement. There's always room for improvement. It's always room for growth. This is not a rebuke. I'm, I'm saying this to inspire you, that we want to operate with a spirit of excellence because what God is doing, we want to make sure that we represent him well. We want to represent the king because he's the king. I mean, no, we can give the man out there who, who pays our paycheck. We, give, we, go up, we go to work on time, work hard, and then give God what we got left over. How I many know God ain't pleased with that? How I many know we got to give God the best? He ain't going to take nothing more. He ain't going to take nothing else because he's worthy. How I many know he's, he's done some marvelous things in our life? So we're going to minister in a way, watch this, that, that, that is conducive for what God is doing in the house. How I many know we don't want to scare people away? But we're trying to reach people, amen? And, and Jesus met people where they were. He, didn't, he met them where they were. So we don't want to be insensitive and just run ministry in a way that we just kind of say, either get it or you go. No, no, we ain't doing that here. They're going to get it, and we're going to take the time to walk them through it. All they have to do is be willing to learn. If you're willing to learn, if you're willing to grow, if you're willing to become a strong disciple, we're going to make it so. We're going to work with you in the name of Jesus. And so as the Holy Spirit is moving and God is bringing people, we want to be sensitive to what God is doing. Amen? We've got to be sensitive to that because people are important to God. And if God sends people here, we don't want to be pushing them away. If God send them here, we want to do our part to make sure that they're discipled properly and that we care for their needs. Number seven, we're almost done. We're going to grow in our capacity to retain. John 15, 16 says this, you did not choose me, <laughs> but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and what? Bear fruit and that your fruit should what? Remain. 
We had a good string of visitors come in, but we, we haven't kept many at all. But that's going to change, amen? amen? Because it's the will of God that it changed. So we're going to be every Sunday, every, every visitor that you bring, hallelujah. hallelujah, every visitor that you bring, they're going to get a phone call from somebody at this church on Sunday night. They'll be followed up with an email. They're going to get a gift at Connection Table. When they come in here, their visitor's card goes to Connection. And when they hand their visitor's card, we're going to be giving them a gift. And watch this. The Jacobs and the Jacobs are going to make sure that the card is filled out and that we don't miss nothing. Every person come through these doors, it ain't going to be no more. Who is that person? What happened to them? Where are they? We're going to know. And if you want to come in this church and leave, you're going to have to fight some brothers and sisters to get up out of here without talking to somebody. You, we're going to be all up in your way. We're going In Jesus' name. We ain't going to force somebody. But you know what I'm talking about. Gently. Because, you know, the devil is nasty. We love people too much to just let them walk out. Because we don't know where they're going. And a lot of times, they don't know where they're going. And so God has placed us here with a purpose. Amen. So we want to, we're going to be retaining. We're going to, we're going to retain this year. This is going to be our year of retainment. Somebody say amen. We're going to grow. Number eight. Watch this. Number eight. It sounds simplistic, but we need this because this is important. We're going to grow in our capacity to love. How many know that in order for us to do what we're talking about, we got to love people? You can't, you can't do, see, Jesus was attached emotionally. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, we went there yesterday, and I thought to myself, when the men's, we was at, this, at, at the nursing home to visit Brother Gay, uh, who's, who's, you know, recovering, have been dealing with a lot of uh, issues. And, you know, I looked around, and I thought to myself, God, do you know that, that scripture in the Bible that says that Jesus said, you know, go to the sick, the maimed, the weak, the poor, and all, you know, go to them. And I, and I sit there and I look and I just said, and I just looked around me. And a part of me, and I'm ashamed to say this, a part of me was thinking, man, I just need to hurry up and go. I'm ashamed to say that. I don't say that. I'm confessing y'all pray for me. Amen. Not, not, not because I didn't necessarily care, but because I, it, it was, just, it was just, just being in an environment where you see people. It's, it's like for me, I, I have a difficult time walking in a hospital where there's sick kids. I just have a difficult time. I mean, I, I do as a pastor. When people get sick, I pray for you. I come to, I'll be right there for you. Y'all know I will. But I, my heart aches and it breaks when I see that, that, that people are in, in conditions and I, I feel powerless to do anything about it. It just bothers me. Um, and to see people with no hope, to see people with no hope, and what God said is that you got to learn to love like me. And you got to learn to see people like I see people. That's important. Because if we don't know to love like Jesus loved, we're not going to be motivated to do anything. Let's be honest. You're not going to be motivated to do touch people. You're not going to care. You're going to want to come in here and get out of here as quick as you can. But, you know, it takes time to love people and get involved. It takes time to love. It does. So we're going to grow in our capacity to love people. We're going to be patient with people as they're growing, as they're coming along. And we're going to grow in our capacity to love each other. Because we can't function as one unit if we don't learn to get along with each other. I mean, know the Bible says love covers a multitude of sin. we got to work at our relationship. And I know that everybody in here, you probably have people here that you don't necessarily love, love, love. But, 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 but you know, Christ died for that person. And you have a mandate from God to love. It's not an option. We have to love each other. We have to love each other. What are we going to do out there? 
how many know we're not going to fake it here? We're going to be who we are. And I, and because how many know people can sniff out a phony when they see one? And that's not who we are. That's not who we are. We're for real. We're going to love. We're going to reach out. We're going to touch people. Paul said this to the Thessalonians. He said, but concerning brother love, and really this is my heart for us. You have no need that I should write to you. I think we are a loving church. I really do. I don't think anybody ever walk in our church and say, these people are cold. I've never heard that personally. I think people come through those doors. They say, man, those are some great people. Paul said, for you yourself are taught by God to love one another, and indeed you do so toward all the brethren who are in Macedonia. But we urge you, brethren, you increase more and more. I urge you, brothers and sisters, increase more and more in loving each other, caring for each other. If somebody in our house is not right, then we go look after them. Listen, they don't have to be spiritual giants. They don't have, they just, listen, if God has them here, then, then we are to show the love of Christ to those outside the body and inside the body. Amen? We reach out because Jesus reached out. And we love. We love self, selfishly. Selflessly, in conclusion, what we need, I need you to keep serving. Brothers and sisters, all of you with a small church, we do a lot, and you guys do great work. I mean, I'm just, I, I'm just so happy to see people do what you do. Keep doing that. Because when God, how many know what too much is given, much is required? So we, we're positioning ourselves. So we need you to keep giving. We, last, year, we, last year was the year that we gave more than any year in our church. Come on, give God praise for that. Amen. Strive. Strive to give. Pray and ask God to help you to be at least a tither in the kingdom. And let's start there. Because it will take work. It will take money. I mean, I can't even tell you the other things that God has put in my heart that we need, but it's going to take resources. And I believe that as God bring the people in, if the people come in, that, you know, our resources, our ability to reach more is going to increase. That's how this thing works. We'll be able to bring in staff, and we'll be able to bring in people, qualified people to do different things, and we'll be able to hire people. Amen? How many want to see that happen? That can happen. Keep giving. Keep sowing. And listen, I want you to, listen, I want you to, if you, don't, if you haven't made up your mind, don't just, I know some of you may have shut it off, but listen, Prayerfully, get involved in a discipleship program. Just, I'm, I'm just asking you to give it a shot and see how it works. I'm going to be encouraging you because I believe in it, because I believe it's going to help you. So I'm, I'm encouraging everybody to uh, get involved in that. And, and like I said, uh, pick up your cards. Sister Diver will have those here soon. Grab them at the connections table. And there's no reason, and this is what God gave me. I believe God gave me this. That there's no reason that by time June roll around here, we should be able to add 15 to 20 families. And by the end of next year, we should be double, almost triple where we are in 2013. Amen. Now, what I just said, if everybody did what I just said, God has assured me this church is going to grow. It's going to grow. It can't help but grow. We ain't like the plague. People ain't standing away because we're ugly. Y'all look good. People just stand away because the devil is mad. He ain't gonna just lay, he ain't gonna lay over. We can do this. And I'm believing God for an incredible year. Amen. Amen. Come on, clap your hands, give God praise. Amen. Amen. Let's stand to your feet.
Our God is awesome, amen? He does mighty things, and I'm just excited. If you have any questions, come see us. Uh, and also give Brother Jacobs a, a hand clap because they work hard, hallelujah, and they're going to be talking to you all all the time. And, and so, so for the duration of time that they're here, I want you to go to them and ask them all the questions. Because they're good people, amen. They're good people. All of you are great. Go make a difference for God. Figure out a way to get involved. And let's go win this city for Jesus. Let's make a difference in 2013. Our hands raised. Father, we bless you. We love you. We praise you, Lord. We give you glory and honor. Thank you, Lord God, for what you are doing in the life of our church. God, we are expecting and we are believing. And Father, we are seeing the great things are going to happen for us. So God, we pray right now that you would crush the works of the enemy, every scheme, every plot, every plan. And Father, free your people up, Lord, to do more for you. Free your people up to serve. Free your people up to grow in the name of Jesus, Lord. And Father, we'll give you the praise. We'll give you the glory. Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and present us faultless before his throne of grace with great joy to him and him alone be glory, dominion, power, now and forevermore. And all God's people said, amen. Come on, give Jesus a praise. See you next week.